Welcome to Learn to Adult, the podcast guiding you to adulting better. My name is Abby, and welcome to a brand new super special episode. I talked about this last week. I wanted to... I wanted to start doing profiles of different jobs, careers, life goals that people have attained because I know when I was younger, I always thought that people just sort of naturally got where they were. It was hard to see all the work someone put in because it's not always apparent. You don't know all the things that are going on in the background of someone's job or the years that it took for them to get there, especially with someone with a passion job, someone that maybe paints or writes or in this case, dances. It's hard to see that, oh, well, they're just naturally this good, and they became insta-famous. Well, that's that's not and famous or well-to-do with their career, I suppose. And that's, and that's not true. That's, well, that's just untrue. So a lot of people do a lot of work to get where they are, and I wanted to start doing, just interjecting some really cool jobs and kind of doing a profile on them and what they're doing, how they got there, and what they're going to attain afterwards. Because most people, this isn't their end goal. Even if they have something that you would love, they're working towards something better. And that's what I'm trying to do this week. So for this episode, I am talking to the lovely Avery. I discovered her on Twitch. Now, if you don't know what Twitch is, she's going to explain this to you in a second. I'll try to give the nuts and bolts, but I always feel like I do a terrible job. Uh, Twitch is a streaming service and people watch or actually stream video games. So you can watch someone play video games and they entertain you while they do it. They talk, they, they talk to people in chat. They have their own little communities. It's actually taken off in the last couple of years and it's really amazing to see that, you know, I came from obviously a generation of, you know, you'll never make anything of yourself playing video games. Well, that'll teach you because we learned. We learned how to make a job out of streaming. Much like YouTube, this is a platform in which people have built a career and Avery has done just that. So without any more of me bumbling through what Twitch is, I'm just going to jump into the interview with Avery and her awesome success that she's achieved and what she plans to do afterwards. I hope you guys enjoy. Everyone, we're here with the lovely Avery, uh, and she works. Well, she works. Uh, she has a Twitch stream, which is how I found her. And how do you pronounce your username? I always, it's little. <laughs> Everybody gets it wrong. It's okay. It's little Siha. Little Siha. Okay. And and so, basically, you have a very interesting Twitch stream. And first, I'll have you kind of like try to explain what Twitch is, because if mm-hmm. I do, I I don't know if I have the right angle for it. Yeah. Okay, um, so Twitch, uh, up until recently, kind of used to be just a live streaming website for uh, for video games, so anybody could go on there um, and live stream a game and talk to their, their community, and people can come in and chat and hang out and watch. Um, I guess sometimes people come in just to hang out with someone, or sometimes people come in just to watch someone play a game that they like, um, or help give advice, or watch a game that they've never seen before and check it out for the first time, so... Um, yeah, but since uh, I think about a month ago, they added like real life streaming. So now you can stream whatever you want. It doesn't have to be just games. Um, so it's pretty much a live streaming website for anything you want. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Bob Ross had a channel for, I think he still yeah, does. Yeah, <laughs> that was amazing. He had like when they introduced uh, Creative, um, which is a section where you can like go on and paint or uh, draw or dance or sing or whatever. Um they introduced it with like a week long nonstop Bob uh, Ross marathon. 
and it had like it it was it had like a crazy amount of views and also people were using like gaming terms in the chat of Bobcast. <laughs> so like every time he made a mistake and like fixed it, everybody would be like saved or clutch and like it was it was That's great. That's fantastic. It was really funny. That's fantastic. So you do uh, something a little bit more unique. You do mm-hmm. Just Dance, yep. um, and which is a game on Xbox and PlayStation. Is that on Nintendo at all? I don't. It's know. on everything. It's they on put everything. it out on everything. They still put the games out on like the old Wii that came out like ten years ago. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, it's it's literally on everything. All right. Yeah, I am by the way legit terrible at that game. So that's <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. I used to only play it as like a fun like party game with friends and we'd all be bad at it, but uh when I wanted to start learning how to dance, I started using it as like a way to practice. So, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, so you're super good at it, but also there's there's a whole bigger picture and this is one of the one of the many reasons I des- I decided I wanted to talk to you was because not only do you live stream just dance and are very good at it you also uh use that to because you have the twitch stream and people donate money or they subscribe to your channel and you were able to fund your way into dance school which i think is bananas and that's awesome that kind of blew my mind a little bit because i was i was considering starting like a like some sort of like fundraising stream because we usually do charity streams a lot where Mm -hmm. um like if anybody donates they can challenge me to do whatever they want uh for a dance so if they donate um any amount they could be like okay do a blindfold dance or if they if they donate they can say do a dance in heels or whatever um so i was considering doing one of those but there was one day i was on stream and i was just talking about how uh i was saving up for uh dance school and then someone donated like twenty dollars and was like good luck and then someone donated fifty dollars and was like i want to fund dance school and then it just like kept going until we funded it and i was just like super confused because <laughs> I wasn't oh. expecting it at all um but yeah I'm I'm starting dance school in April and it's like my dream dance school so I'm like mm, I'm so excited oh okay. that's fantastic okay so from there I wanted to talk about first of all how long did you know that you wanted to dance like professionally or what is what is your um, end goal um so like I think I always kind of loved dancing, but for the longest time I refused to let myself learn because I was like making a bunch of excuses. Like I was like, man, I'm like I'm too tall and skinny and I look awkward dancing and like <laughs> I just I'm really bad at it. I'll never learn how to dance. I'll just work like a nine to five forever, blah blah blah. Um and my mom couldn't afford to put me in like dance classes or anything like that growing up. Um, although at, at one point I did for like a couple months, like we did try to do it for a couple months, but I didn't really, I wasn't like in the right mindset to learn anything. Right. Um, so uh, one year we got the Wii for Christmas. I think it was the year that it came out and um, Just Dance came out. Like the very first one came out the same day with mm-hmm. it. Um, yeah. So we got... Um, we got that and I, I like played it constantly. Like I never, ever stopped playing it. And, uh, they've come out every single year since then. Um, so we just kept buying them every year. And like the, if you go back to like the first game, the dances are extremely basic, but the more games they put out or every game they put out, sorry, is, uh, it gets more difficult to do the dances. Like they get more intricate. So I kind of, like slowly learn to dance with the series right um because the the first game dances are like extremely repetitive they're super easy like you put your hand up and then you put your hand down and it's like that's it Uh, but now they have like extreme dances which are super hard to learn 
Um, and like even the normal ones are still pretty difficult. So um, that's kind of where I learned to dance. Um, there was also, um, they announced a Just Dance World Cup, like kind of like Just Dance Esports, um, right. I think three years ago. I think it was 2014. Uh, and basically you would compete on their multiplayer um, online. And the top two people from every console would get flown out to Paris to compete in the World Cups. And I ended up making it. And after that, I was like, wow, I must be like a lot better at dancing than I thought. <laughs> it kind of like gave me a little bit of like confidence. And I was like, I can actually do this. So um, after that, I just started taking the game a bit more seriously. And I was like, okay, how can I do it? Like, I know this choreography already, but how can I do it more precise? And like, how can I learn how to like roll my body or like like wave my arm more intricately or whatever. Like it was just very small things. I took it, I took it pretty slow. Right. Um, so yeah, that's, that's pretty much how I did it after, after the world cup, I was like, man, I want to do this all the time. This is so cool. Like there's no, there's no better feeling for me than like being able to do what I love, like on a stage in front of like thousands of people. It's, it's like really cool. Oh, so absolutely. Really so, so obviously you, you said that at, when you started, you were doing very rudimentary, like with the game where it was hand up, hand down. How yeah. much, um, now, now that you're obviously a very seasoned pro at this, how often do you, did you, and how often do you now practice? Um, never. Like, <laughs> I don't, what? I don't know how to explain because I pretty much only stream it. I never, I never play it offline anymore because I mean, A, I don't have the time now that right. like. I run the channel by myself. Um, I kind of get overwhelmed, so I end up pretty much running errands like 90% of the time. Um, <laughs> so everything comes from what I've learned during streaming. Like I'll, I'll stream myself doing a song for the first time. It really doesn't bother me if I look stupid or something mm -hmm. um, because I still, I wanna learn. And also it makes me feel better to um, learn a song for the first time on stream just to prove to everyone that I'm not like a, like, natural born dancer or whatever like it 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 takes practice for everybody and oh um, yeah I don't yeah. I don't want to come off as like I'm perfect because I'm definitely not so I just I'm, know these I, dances before they even exist exactly. I'm a great exactly yeah. I I just have it in my brain before it even exists um <laughs> no I just I I like uh looking imperfect on stream so that people are reminded that nobody is born good at something so, oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a very big proponent of the, you have to work for what you want. And especially yeah. even if you were a naturally good dancer, like that, that's not just dance has all kinds of different, um, styles, mm -hmm. I guess. And so you would have to know like a lot of them if you wanted to just be naturally good at it out of the box. Yeah. But. Yeah. There are, um, there are two extreme dances on the most recent game, uh, which is 2017. And one is like a hip hop one. That's really intense. And I'm, I'm really good at it, but the second extreme song is like an African dance kind of like it's right. it's really really hard, and I'm really bad at it. So there's <laughs> it depends on the style, and like again, I'm still I'm still learning. Like I want to constantly be learning. I don't ever want to get to a point where I'm like I'm the best, so I'm just gonna stop here and keep doing this forever. Like I want to keep learning, so I'm gonna try to keep learning that one on stream too because it's really hard. Oh yeah. Gotta, gotta, gotta go for that gold, that white whale. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So, and also at some point in your life, you, and this was what, a couple years ago, you moved to New Zealand. Mm -hmm. Um, why? 
That's awesome, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> okay. So the reasoning is not awesome, but in the end, it, it worked out. Um, I actually told this story on stream like yesterday, so I'm, I'm going to tell it again. Um, yeah. So um, I was dating this guy. As oh, you it's do. a boy story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was 18. Give me I one. understand. Um, no shame. I get it. <laughs> um, so I was 18. I was working at GameStop for like minimum wage, like two hours a day, like two days a week. Like they gave me no hours. I was also going to college, but the colleges, uh, at least in this area, I don't know what they're like everywhere else, but um, the colleges here, uh, if you're a freshman, you get like last pick of the classes. So like when I was trying to pick classes, the only ones left were like pottery and swimming and stuff like that and nothing mm -hmm. I wanted to actually take. So I was taking classes that like weren't beneficial to me at all. <clears throat> yeah, um, and they're not like those are cheap either. No, exactly, exactly. Um, and uh, I felt like I was just kind of like wasting my time. Like in my free time, all I did was play video games and that was it. Like I didn't go out with friends or do anything. And I kind of hated, I just like didn't like my life. And right. um, my grandmother always told me that like, if uh, you're not a college person, then you're a traveling person. And if you're not a traveling person, you're a college person, which could be wrong. I don't know. But I remember being like, if college isn't my thing and it's not working out for me, maybe I should go travel. And, um, my boyfriend at the time was like, yeah, I like want to go travel around the world, blah, blah, blah. And, um, he was going to be leaving for Japan, um, and staying there for a couple months and then going to New Zealand. So after he left for Japan, we stayed like long distance. And I was like, I'm going to save up to go to New Zealand because I don't want to be here anymore. I don't want to live this boring life where I'm not learning anything. And so um, I left college and I saved up like every penny from GameStop, even though I made like nothing. I saved up <laughs> everything. Yeah. Uh, moved out to New Zealand um, a couple of weeks before my boyfriend did with like $200 to my name, something like that. And uh, was couch hopping for a while. Actually, one of my mods was the first person to let me stay with him. And he was like incredibly nice and like i'll never ever forgive him or forgive him sorry I'll never, <laughs> I'll never, how I'll dare never, you i'll never forgive you no i'll never <laughs> be able to repay him is what i was looking for i just woke up okay give me a break oh i get um, i get it i get it <laughs> um and um long story short within a couple of weeks of him being there he had already cheated on me with um several of my coworkers, and he had also cheated on me with some people in japan and also an ex-girlfriend back home when we were together here wow um, covered all the bases didn't he yeah <laughs> yeah pretty much everything that walked um he was in it so um i was very depressed um, super, super depressed because we had just moved out there and I was already dealing with homesickness. Like I had, I had no family anywhere near me. Mm -hmm. Um, I did have a couple friends that I was staying with that were really, really great to me. And like, I couldn't, I was at a point where like, I wasn't sleeping and I wasn't eating at all, but they still made me dinner every night just because they were like, we know you're not going to eat it, but the options here, if you want it. And like, oh, they good. were, good friends. Yeah, they were incredibly, incredibly nice to me, but it was, it was a huge struggle for like a couple months because I was, I was still couch hopping and I felt like a burden everywhere that I couch hopped because obviously I'm like sleeping on their couch and like using their stuff and like I would pay them rent, but like I still felt horrible. Right. Um, but if, I don't know what happened. I think I just woke up one day and was like, I need to get my life together. And, um, <laughs> 
so I found uh, I found a better job because I was still working with him and like a bunch of the girls that he cheated on me with. Um, and that was horrible. That was right. so miserable. Um, so I found a better job that paid a lot more as well. Um, and then finally found my own place with like an amazing group of people, which I was very lucky because I found it on like their um, I found it on their equivalent of like Craigslist, <laughs> but <laughs> people were like incredibly nice. They were like my family for like a really long time. Um, and then I started doing the world cups and, um, yeah, after that, it all just kind of tumbled, um, upward, which sounds impossible, but like it kind of did. It, it all happened within the time span of like a couple months. So, oh, wow. um, yeah, for a long time when I was depressed, I was like, I think I'm just going to go back home because there's no point. But um, I did have a friend back home that was like, if you come home, then you went out there to learn nothing. Like you, you wasted your time. You wasted so much money. You need to like stay there and like learn a lesson and grow as a person. So I'm glad I did, even though it, it was like killing me. Um, wow. I'm really glad I stayed out there. So oh, yeah. Awesome friends, by the way. <laughs> well, everybody else was like, yeah, please come home. And I was oh, like, well, oh, yeah. But this one person uh, was a guy that I used to work with was like, if you don't, if you don't uh, stay there and like try to grow as a person, you're just going to come back and do the exact same thing. You're going to go back to working at GameStop. You're going to go back to being at college and hating it. Like nothing's going to change. So yeah. Yeah. That's about it. The only reason I moved back here was to uh, go full time with dancing. Cause I was at a point where like I could, and um, the best dance schools are here. So um, yeah, that's when I was kind of like ready to leave. I'm ready to come back home. I mean, yeah. I mean, had I moved to New Zealand, I would have just been trying to figure out a way to live in the hobbit holes that are there. Which ah! did you did you go see them? No, did you, oh. I did. I'm so upset. I went all the way out there. I lived there for three years, and I never traveled further than like two hours outside of Christchurch. Like I was always in Christchurch, which, by the way, they have crazy earthquakes that are awful. Um, oh. I think I genuinely started to develop like a fear of earthquakes there because they. I like, I think they're like right on top of a fault or something, a fault line. I don't know. Yeah. But, um, they have, they have some crazy earthquakes, like 7.0s, 8.0s, like they're huge. Wow. Um, but the, the Hobbit holes. So Christchurch where I lived is on the South Island. Um, mm -hmm. Hobbiton is like on the very top of the North Island. And I never, ever went to the North Island except for like the airport. And that was right. it. So I'm, I'm really sad. I should have traveled more. There. Oh yeah, yeah. You went to New Zealand. I think you're you're good. Yes, good I'll point. forgive you on that one. <laughs> oh, so okay. So you so you can you were competing. Uh, I was about to say competing competitively, but that would be a little bit redundant. So you were <laughs> you were competing and you were doing all that. Um, were you doing anything else to supplement yourself when you were trying to make it dance full time? Um, I mean, I was still working at my job. Like, I only went full time. Um when I moved back here. So I was working at uh, an internet service provider as like a chat consultant um, for quite a while. And pretty much all of that revenue went to my stream, like upgrading my computer, getting better equipment, getting another monitor, whatever, like whatever I could do or like commissioning an artist to do like my graphics and stuff like that. Right. So um, pretty much all of that went into like investing in myself. Um, and, um, yeah, I was working that job, like, I want to say 50 hours a week. Um, but wow. while I was working, I would also be working on my channel. So like, if it was slow, and there weren't many chats coming in, I'd start doing random things for like the community or hang out with subs on discord or whatever. 
Um, so it was, it was a really busy like year. I want to say about a year and a half is how long I, I was working and streaming at the same time. It was very busy. I would like wake up early, start work. And then immediately after work, go stream for like a couple hours. Uh, and then would have to somehow find time to like still clean the house and eat food. Yeah. Oh and yeah. Go to the bathroom. And maybe sleep at some point. I don't know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, and I mean, you see this, um, you see it a lot with in podcasting. I see it a lot. Uh, and with YouTubing and I'm sure with Twitch streaming where someone wants to get into it because they think I can play video games full time. I would be great at that. And they just kind of put themselves into it thinking that if they just start the channel, they're going to have 10,000 viewers and everyone is going to donate them all the money and they're going to be able to quit their, you know, whatever nine to five job. But yeah, I mean, no. yeah, it, it, like you said, it took like what a year and a half for you to even quit your, you know, mm -hmm. your first job, your main job. Yeah. And that's 50 hours a week, which is more than a lot of people work. So, yeah. I mean, you, you got to work hard for that. Yes. No, it's, I like, it's, you see it all the time, not in like the way that people act, but you can see it on their channels. Like when, uh, when someone starts a new channel and like only has like a PayPal donation panel, there's no like about me or like, there's no like chat rules or anything like that. It's just like, give me money. And that's, that's not the right reasons to do it. Like I started streaming simply because I found out about Twitch at, um, at the first world cup that I did, they were broadcasting all of the esports from, uh, the Twitch booth. And I was like, what's Twitch? And, um, that's when, uh, when I got home, I was like asking my boyfriend at the time about it, different boyfriend, not the same one. Um, <laughs> and I was asking him about it and I was, uh, he was like, Oh yeah. Like I watch Twitch all the time. And like, he showed me the channel of this girl, uh, OMG it's Firefox, who was like my idol, like absolute <laughs> idol. And she's also like incredibly sweet. Um, and, um, Oh my God, I'm going through puberty. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I was like, this looks like so much fun. Cause I was watching her stream and I was like, this is, this is pretty cool. I wonder if I can do just dance. And I like looked it up and I technically at the time I could do just dance because just dance is a video game. And at the time there was no creative, there was no real live streaming. It was just gaming. And that was all it was. Mm -hmm. Um, so I was like, technically I can stream this. Um, I wouldn't get in trouble for it. Uh, so I started streaming on, um, PlayStation, um, which is like super easy. You pretty much just link your Twitch to your PlayStation and then press a button and you stream. So right. it's like the most basic way to stream, but there's no way to customize your stream or anything. It, it like looks exactly the same. Like you can't add like alerts to pop up when someone follows or anything like that. It's very, very basic. It's just your camera and the game and that's it. Um, so I did that for about a year. Yeah. Um, until I decided to move to PC, which is really complicated, like really, really takes a lot of work to keep up everything that you want to put, um, on the, on the screen. Yeah. Um, but basically like I, I pretty much only started streaming because I wanted to get better. Like I thought that if I forced myself to dance in front of viewers, then it would force me to become a better entertainer. Like it would force me to remember to smile and it would force me to look better while I'm dancing and be on point like all the time. Right. And um, that definitely helped a lot in the way that I dance now. Cause when I look at my old highlights, I'm like, Ooh, I was such a bad dancer. <laughs> oh, oh, goodness. Um, oh. <laughs> um, um, 
so I, that's pretty much why I started. I never, I didn't know what partnership was. Like, I didn't know anything about anything with Twitch. I only knew that, like, if you go into the PlayStation settings and hit start broadcast, that you start streaming, and that was it. Um, so I was learning while I was streaming, which was really interesting, and I started applying for partnerships. I think, like, six months after I started streaming. Yeah. Uh, and I got denied, like, three times before I finally got accepted, um, but it's, it's def, it was definitely like a lot more work than I thought it would be for mm -hmm. sure. Like I thought it would be super easy to like maintain the channel. Like it wasn't a big deal. You just put your panels up and then you just stream and that was all you did. But mm -hmm. there's so much upkeep to it and also spending time with your community as well. Uh, and trying to upgrade the stream and make it better. Like I'm saving up for like a new mic right now because I have a horrible habit of screaming and it like peaks the microphone and like blows out everyone's eardrums. <laughs> so I'm constantly saving up for like different things for the stream to make it better. Um, and yeah, it's, it's not, it's not easy, but my biggest like advice always to people who want to start streaming is never do it to get partnered or do it for money or anything like that. Do it because like you just want to have fun and build a community because that's when that's when you really succeed. If you do it for money, then it's you're doing it for like the completely wrong reasons and it's probably going to take you longer well, than you, you think it. And most of the people that try to do that, they drop out anyway because a lot <laughs> the people that I've known trying to do that, they just want to find their get rich quick scheme. And yeah. I mean, like you said at the beginning, it's just hit and go and you're doing it cause you like it. But now that you're partnered, it's all, it's a full-time job. I mean, you have, yeah, to... it's even harder than it was when I wasn't partnered. So right? yeah, it's, it's difficult. And yeah, I can imagine, you know, I was trying to think about we, uh, two episodes ago, I talked to, um, a guy that does taxes out in California and I just kept thinking, I don't understand how you would. I, I don't do your taxes as a Twitch streamer or as not even just a Twitch streamer, YouTuber or someone that runs an Etsy page. It feels like if you just showed up there and you're like, hi, help me, please. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I am actually doing them for the first time as a partner because I didn't get my first, I was technically partnered in October of 2015, but I didn't get my first payment until January of 2016. Okay. So because of that, I didn't have to do 2015 taxes at all, but, um, I'm doing them for the first time now and they, they still send us a form, which is a great starting point because if they didn't send us a form, I'd be like, I don't know where to start. Um, but the cool thing is there's a lot that we can write off. Like we can write off the peripherals that we buy for our computers. Um, we can write, I can write off my entire move from New Zealand to, uh, America, which is like wow. amazing because it was like thousands of dollars. Oh, I bet. Wow. Um, yeah. I can write off I can write off the dumb costumes I buy for stream. Like I have an inflatable <laughs> dinosaur costume that I dance in all the time, so I can write that off. Um, we can write off anything that we use for stream, which is like really, really helpful. Um, but that means there's like a lot of paperwork and also our pay isn't taxed at all. Um, so we pretty much are always guaranteed to owe money. Right. Um, but I I had a really, really slow start to being partnered. Like I think most people uh, on the first day get like a hundred or 200 subs. Um, I got 10 and I didn't get a hundred until like six months later. So I had a really, really slow year last year. So I think I'm going to be okay. Hopefully <laughs> we'll find out. Hopefully I won't like cry in the corner, but um, yeah, since we don't get taxed, pretty much every partner is just like a uh, tax. Here's my money. Yeah. My, my husband has a at home 
computer business and he does the same thing where he just sort of keeps a bank account with like a, a certain percentage of the money that he makes he's like this is just what we're gonna send to the government because i yeah. owe them so yeah uh and yeah crying in the corner i think is just part of doing taxes so you're not wrong well, I haven't, the only time I ever did taxes here was when I was working at like retail stores where like I made nothing. So I always got money back. I'd get like a couple hundred back and I'd be like, yes, hundreds of dollars. I'm so um, rich. Yeah. Yeah. But now that I know I'm going to owe, I'm like, uh, crap, <laughs> but hopefully it's okay. I'm, I'm staying positive about it. Yeah. Well, you, you have to stay positive in the face of taxes or they eat you alive. <laughs> yeah. It's a beautiful quote. You have to stay positive in the face of time. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, okay. So I, that kind of exhausts my list of questions. I mean, that was all great. I mean, you worked really hard for what you have. And I mean, I hope, obviously, I hope all of your dreams come true. What is, what uh, do, do you have like an end goal? Like what do you, what, if you woke up tomorrow and you could have like whatever your dream job was, what would it be? Backup dance for Beyonce. Oh yeah. That's fantastic. Yes. <laughs> no, um, I don't, I don't really know. I mean, backup dancing looks like so much fun because I love being on a stage and dancing in front of a bunch of people. Mm -hmm. Um, but it also looks incredibly hard because you're almost guaranteed to be in heels, which dancing in heels is like hard enough. And also they, that's at a point where like you're dancing like eight hours a day and I'm still struggling to dance for like three hours a day. Right. So I'm, I'm working on it. Um, I, would love to get there someday, but honestly, I'm in no rush because I'm still doing what I love for a living and I want to learn at like my own pace. So, um, yeah, just keep Twitch streaming until Twitch dies eventually, <laughs> which I don't think will happen for like a really long time. Um, and hopefully just keep being able to dance regardless of where it is or if it's on a stage or not. Right. Uh, yeah. Well, I think, I think, you know, Twitch may come and go, but, you know, dancing is definitely forever. Exactly. So that's perfect. Or just keep dancing until I get, like, some injury that stops me from dancing forever. And then I'll, like, forever refer to it as the accident. <laughs> the accident. Uh, that's when, that's when Avery took an arrow to the knee. Exactly. So, okay, yeah. so my last question for you. Um, what do you think, we already talked about taxes, but what do you think the hardest part of being an adult type person is? Uh, in general, like not just including Twitch, but just like adult, yes. like adult life. <sighs> um, just getting my stuff done in general, like pretty much every day there's a to-do list and I am constantly running around, like going to my PO box or like going to the grocery store or like getting stuff for like the cat or cleaning the house or whatever, like on top of like streaming, getting everything done is probably the hardest part and I know I know a ton of people that are just like eh I'll just procrastinate and not do it but like that is not what I want to be like I want to get everything done and be as efficient as possible right so I think that's probably the hardest part but that's why I make lists and lists are like a godsend to me they're they're just the best things ever created lists so forever yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. And with procrastinating, I mean, the worst part about procrastinating is that you're eventually going to have to do it anyway. And now you're exactly. just piling on top of a bunch of other stuff. So now you're doing exactly. so much crap. So yeah. Yeah. Just, no, just that's, that's the thing is when I do try to relax, when I know I have stuff to do, I'm still stressed out. It's just that I'm stressed out in bed. Like <laughs> nothing's yeah. different. I'm still freaking out. So I just try to get everything done as soon as possible and just stop like being like, I'll do it later. Just staring at your just... ceiling. Oh, I should have done all this stuff. 
Exactly my point. Oh, I get yeah. it. I get it. Well, okay. That's that's what I had. Unless you had anything else you would like to, like I don't know, bequeath to to the world. Bequeath to the world. Uh, there's a conspiracy that Scooby Doo was actually a cat, but I don't know if I believe it. Uh, I'm looking into that immediately. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I just wanted to say like the most like random, not related to this topic at all. That's fantastic. So there you go. There you go, world. Scooby-Doo was a cat. Scooby-Doo was a cat. And uh, my favorite random theory on cartoons is that Garfield, that John and Odie weren't real and Garfield just lived in an abandoned house and was having like delusions. It's actually, yeah. It's so weird. Although there is an entire, no, 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 I'll I'll put it back. I'll put it back. There's an entire like uh, website. It's called like Garfield without Garfield, and they just edit Garfield out of all the panels, and it makes John look just like an insane guy just wandering around yelling at the walls. I love it. I want to read that. Um, Okay. Well, where can everybody find you online? Just plug, uh, you can plug find away. my streams at twitch.tv slash little siha and siha spelled s-i-h-a um everything else is little siha twitter instagram facebook whatever that's all little siha so yeah type that into the google and you'll just find her everywhere yeah type it into the google do it into the google one google please <laughs> all right well thank you very much for being here with us i'm glad to be here thank you for having me so there you go guys that was Avery, and she was she was delightful to talk to. Uh, I it was one of those things where I've watched her stream a couple of times. Very different talking to her actually in person. So I hope you guys enjoyed that. I had a lot of fun talking to her and learned a lot, and kind of now really want to go to New Zealand, if not just to visit Hobbit holes, which I wanted to do anyway. But now I've just sort of reinforced my goal to do that. So I'm gonna add that to my my short list of goals because you know New Zealand really easy to get to and definitely not super far away. Ugh. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed that. If you guys have any other cool careers or know anybody with a cool career that you would like me to profile, please let me know. I would love to talk to them. And how do you get a hold of me? Let me tell you, dear listener. You can email me learn to adult at gmail.com, or you can get a hold of me on Twitter at learn to adult. I have also started a Facebook group for the podcast, so you don't miss a single minute of any of my awesome ideas or when I post podcasts. That is at facebook.com slash learn to adult podcast, all one word. And also, you can subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or Podbean. I have all of those thrown up there now. Now, I don't think that there's a single way that you can miss my podcast. It's fantastic. Um, If you're on iTunes, please do me a favor and throw me a review. I would like to say thank you to two of my reviews that I just got on iTunes in the last week. One from Ryan Strikes Back and the other from Josh Morgan at Plural of You. Both of them fantastic reviews. Um, Five stars, glowing, if not gleaming. And thank you guys so much. I... I did not ask or beg for them. Uh, They were just given to me organically, and I appreciate them very much. Uh, So if you guys would like to leave a review, believe me, you can also make me all choked up and happy that you are listening to my fantastic podcast. So guys, join me next week where I will be doing one of my, I'm going to say old school, but this is like the 15th episode, so you can't really be going back to my roots. But back to my roots of just giving you a quick little snippet of things a little 10 minute episode for you uh we might be getting interviews back here in the next week or so so i will see you guys next week see ya